Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Hey, good morning, Mount Calvary Nation and visitors. We'd like to welcome you to our virtual service this morning, this January 9th, 2022. We are so glad that you decided to stop by and worship the Lord with us today. Our call to worship will be Psalms 115, verse 1, and it reads, according to the New American Standard Version of the Bible, not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory because of your loving kindness because of your truth father god you deserve all the praise all the glory and all the honor lord it is your loving kindness that is everlasting it is your truth that is everlasting so father god in all that we do and say we want to be able to give you the glory this day father god lord we invite you into this service lord we ask that you have your way father god Lord, that you say what we need you to say this day, Father God. We ask for your anointing, Father God, in this service, Father God. We ask that you pour out your spirit in this service today, Father God. Lord, we ask that we, the receivers of thy word, will not only receive thy word, Father God, but then apply it to our lives, Father God. Father God, you are welcomed in this place today, and we thank you, and we give you honor. In Jesus' Jesus' name, amen. Well, let everybody that's breathing give God some kind of praise right where you are in your living room, in your kitchen, in your car, in front of your computer, in your office, it doesn't matter. Wherever you are, give God some kind of praise if you are breathing. Let everything that has breath praise the name of our God. What a mighty God we serve. He kept us through another week. He kept us safe from hurt, harm, and danger. He provided for every single need in our lives. And we've come together today just to give him glory, just to give him honor and praise. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. We thank you for being here. We are so grateful that you have chosen to worship with us today virtually. This is certainly not how we would choose to be worshiping together, but with the numbers like they are with the coronavirus, for a few weeks anyway, we're going to take a little break let these numbers calm down and just come together virtually but you know what we're grateful we are grateful for the technology that allows us to do it and we're grateful for the people behind the technology who make it possible for us to worship together we're going to enter into his gates with thanksgiving today we're going to enter into his courts with praise we are thankful unto him and we bless his name because the lord is good he is our great god so let's sing about it now how great is our god
Grab your family. Text your friends. Let them know it's time for worship. Come on, let's enter in with thanksgiving. Let's enter in with praise. The splendor of a king Clothed in majesty Let all the earth rejoice Let all the earth rejoice He wraps himself in light And darkness tries to hide and trembles at his voice it trembles at his voice how great is our god sing with me how great is our god and all will see how great how great is our god To age he stands And time is in his hands He's the beginning and the end Beginning and the end The Godhead three in one Father, Spirit, and Son He's the Lion and the Lamb the lion and the lamb come on sing with me how great is our god sing with me how great is our god and all will see how great how great is our god he's the name
and he's worthy of our praise my heart will sing how great is our God he's the name above all names worthy of all our praise mighty are the works of your Hallelujah to the name of our God. What a mighty God we serve. What a great God he is. Who is he to you? What has he done for you that you're grateful for? Who has he been to you that you're grateful? I bear you just right where you are. Lift your hands or clap your hands or shout hallelujah. Do something to show the Lord how you feel about how great he is. What a wonderful Savior we serve. What a wonderful Savior we serve. Let me just before I get into before we get into today's study let me make a few observations let you uh, I want you to be aware of a few things uh, there are several families in the Mount Calvary Nation that we need to keep in prayer uh, for one I want you to keep Brother Cameron Barnes. He is our organist. Keep him and his family in prayer. He was uh, exposed this past week. He's not with me in the sanctuary today uh, because he is quarantined. Just keep him and your family. Keep him, him and his family in your prayers. Would you do that? Also, Mrs. Gladys' cousin, uh, Rosalind Bolden's mother, she passed this week her funeral is going to be this Friday at the House of Wheat at 11 o'clock. Would you keep Ms. Roz and that entire family, Ms. Diane Wheeler, um, all of that clan, would you keep them in your prayers? Uh, also, Sister Maddie Sanders, her son Jay passed yesterday. Uh, and would you keep that family in your prayers? Uh, we don't have arrangements yet. But keep your ear to the ground. We'll try to post them on, uh, on all of our social media so that you know when those arrangements will be. Also, Miss Katina Lee Williams, her husband passed this week. His funeral is going to be Saturday at 11 o'clock at Rayma Lighthouse Church on Glen Helen, uh, just off of Free Pike. That's Katina Lee Williams. Keep that family in your prayer. Uh, Reverend Lee's son-in-law. Uh, 
keep them in your prayers. And certainly, we want to keep uh, Pastor Paul Mitchell and the entire Revival Center family um, across the globe in our prayers. Uh, Bishop Marva went home to be with the Lord yesterday, and, uh, and we certainly want to pray God's peace and the comfort, the supernatural comfort of the Holy Ghost in that situation. Let's get ready to go to uh, the Word. Isaiah 43 is where we're going. Um, I was telling somebody this week, these virtual services, it's, uh, it's almost like y'all have heard me talking about um, when I used to have Imaginary Missionary Baptist Church in my living room when I was three and four and I was the preacher in the choir and the usher and the deacon. Um, well, today I'm a preacher and sing, all right? Come on, God, let's do a little God is and then we'll, uh, we'll get into Isaiah 43.
is my hope for every tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh yes, he is. God is. He's my all in all. Would y'all help me sing it? Come on, you're the equine. God is the joy and the strength of my life. He moves all pain, misery, and strife. He promised to keep me and never to leave me. He's never ever come short of his word. I've got to fast and pray, stay in the narrow way. And keep my life clean every day. I want to go with him when he comes back. I've come too far and I'll never turn back. God is God is yeah. Come on, say it with me. God is the joy and the strength of my life. He moves all pain, misery, and strife. He promised to keep me and never to leave me. He's never ever come short of his word. I've got to fast and pray. Stay in the narrow way and keep my life clean every day. I want to go with him when he comes back. I've come too far and I'll never turn. God is. God is. Yes. He's my all, he's my all in all, everything to 
going on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43. I'm going to start reading at verse 1 from the New International Version of the Holy Scriptures. And here is how it reads. But now, this is what the Lord says. He who created Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Let's stop right there. Verses 1 through 3a of Isaiah 43. This is, for many of us who are watching through this live stream right now, this is a very familiar passage of scripture. It may even be highlighted in yellow or pink or orange, underlined in your Bible in red. We have it on bookmarks. We send it to each other in encouraging greeting cards. Verse 2 of Isaiah chapter 43 contains some promises of God made to his children. It contains some of the great and precious promises that are in the word of God. These encouraging words are recorded by the prophet Isaiah. You remember this biblical prophet. Isaiah, it was in the year that King Uzziah died that Isaiah had a vision. Not only did he see the rise and fall of King Uzziah, but he also saw the Lord. And he was high and lifted up, seated on his throne, and the train of his royal garment was so long that it filled the entire temple. You remember Isaiah, he was the one who saw and heard the six-winged seraphim, the angels above the throne that were calling out to one another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the Bible says that their worship was so boisterous, their worship was so loud, the sound of their holy, holy, holy was so strong that it shook the very doorposts and the temple was filled with smoke. You remember Isaiah, he, he realized then how unclean and undone he was. But one of the seraphims took a hot coal off the altar and touched it to Isaiah's mouth and declared not guilty. Isaiah was clean. Then Isaiah heard the Lord's voice saying, whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And Isaiah answered the call right then and there, and he said, Here I am. 
send me and he's been prophesying ever since speaking on the Lord's behalf speaking what the Lord said he's been calling out sin and injustice warning against spiritual and political ills condemning every ritual every empty ritual condemning idolatry warning against the consequences of turning away from the Lord he is a biblical prophet indeed he is a true prophet of God he's the Bible kind of prophet the Bible says in Jeremiah 28 when what the prophet says comes to pass then you'll know that's a prophet as a matter of fact, in Deuteronomy, the Lord felt so strongly about it that the Bible records that if a prophet proclaims something in the name of the Lord and the Lord hasn't spoken it, put him to death. I'm in Deuteronomy chapter 18. You may say to yourselves, how can we know when a message has not been spoken by the Lord? Uh, verse 22 says, if a prophet proclaims in the name of the Lord, if what a prophet proclaims in the name of the Lord does not take place or come true, that is a message the Lord has not spoken. That prophet has spoken presumptuously, so don't even pay him any attention in Winston translation. Some people assume that because I take such a hard line on prophets and prophecy that I must not even believe in the modern day prophet, that I don't even believe in modern day prophecy. Let me tell you, yes, I do. Prophecy shall cease. Yes, it shall. But that time hasn't come yet because Christ hasn't appeared. When he comes back, we won't need a prophet. But for now, we do. Of course, I believe in prophets and prophecy. I believe in it so much that I don't have time for false prophets prophets for hire or prophets whose prophecies are wrong listen, listen when the Lord wants, wanted in the Bible when the Lord wanted, to, uh, wanted his prophet to practice he didn't let his prophet practice on the people he took them to some dry bones now practice here what do you see? If you are going to claim, I'm, I'm going to get to the to text, but I need to, I need to free somebody. If you are going to claim to speak on behalf of the creator of the universe, if you're going to claim to speak on behalf of the king of all kings, the blessed and only potentate, then you'd better be careful that what you are speaking out of your mouth on his behalf is what he is actually saying. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say. Isaiah is a real prophet. We know that because what he prophesied came to be. He prophesied that when Sennacherib was trying to take uh, Jerusalem out, when he had his plans against Jerusalem, that it would fail. And that's what happened. The plans failed. When King Hezekiah was stricken with a critical illness but asked God for more time, Isaiah prophesied his healing and that's what came to pass. 
Long before Cyrus, the king of Persia, ever even appeared on the scene, Isaiah named him as Judah's uh, deliverer from Babylonian captivity. And guess what? It came to pass. I love it in chapter 9 of, of his book when he prophesied, For unto us a, a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Guess what? It came to pass. I love when he prophesied in chapter 53 he is despised and rejected of men a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and we hid as it were our faces from him he was despised and we did not esteem him surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows yet we esteemed him stricken smitten by God and afflicted but he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed and guess what? It came to pass. Isaiah is in fact the most quoted prophet in the New Testament. And it is to this prophet, it is to this spokesman of God that the Lord gives these encouraging words. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. And there is so much to discover in this passage of Scripture. But let me just point out three assurances that are given or implied here as I preach for just a little while. And y'all forgive me, I didn't give my sermon title to Mountain Media, but here's what I'm preaching today. He's with me. Would you say that right where you are? He's with me. There are some assurances that are given here just in this short second verse. And let me give you those assurances and then you can get on about your day and I'm going to drive on up the road to Columbus for a little bit. First of all, there is the assurance of problems. Now, I know, I know that you get tired of hearing me say it, but saints, I really have to combat the notion that being saved means you won't have any more problems, no more difficulties. Somehow, we got it in our head, probably thanks to our exposure to so many different uh, ministries and televangelists, that kingdom living means living above problems. Somehow we got the notion that you can just rebuke whatever's bothering you and then you'll have all sunny days. Somehow we got the notion that living for Jesus is living without difficulties. I know, I know nobody meant any harm. The composer didn't mean no harm when he wrote it and we started singing it, I told the storm to pass. Storm, you can't last. Go away. I command you to move today. Wind, stop blowing. Flood, stop flowing. Lightning, stop flashing. Breakers, stop dashing. Darkness, go away. Clouds, move away. That's what I told the storm. But saints, I've come to tell you, as a prophet of God, things don't always work like that. As a matter of fact, according to this passage, there is the assurance that some problems are not going to move. 
Please look at the language of the text. When you pass through the waters, when you pass through the rivers, when you walk through the fire, the imagery that is given there is that the person being promised is the one moving. The water don't move, the rivers don't move, the fire don't move, is you moving through them. Some problems ain't going to move. When you pass through the waters, when you pass, when you walk through the fire, not if, but when. All right, we need some Bible study. Uh, all right, the word when in the original text is the word key. And in the original Hebrew, it means when. In the King James Version, it's when. New International Version, when. English Standard Version, when. New Living Translation, when. Christian Standard Bible, when. New American Standard Bible, when. Spanish Bible, cuando, meaning when. All I'm trying to prove is that the word when is just an assurance that in this life we shall have trouble. In this life we are all faced with some water experiences. All of us, doesn't matter the race, the background, the socioeconomic status, Jesus promises it in John chapter 16 at verse 33, in this life you shall have tribulation, but don't worry because I've already overcome the world. You know what the Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, that's us. That's kingdom folk, victorious folk, anointed folk, Holy Ghost filled folk, people who are loved by God, chosen by him. Please notice the way the chapter is introduced. The Lord starts out saying to his people, I created you, I formed you. These are not people that he's mad at. These are the people he loves. He's saying, when you go through. These are the people that the Lord has redeemed. These are the people that he has given up nations for. Call them by name. They are his people. And he's saying, not if, but when. You can expect it. I know, I know it sounds like bad news, but that's only the first assurance. The first assurance in this passage is the assurance of problems uh, but thank God that's not the only assurance here not only is there the assurance of problems but there is also the assurance of passing the assurance of passing again notice the text when you pass through the waters when you pass through the rivers when you walk through the fire that word through is repeated here in each of the scenarios and it demands our attention by repetition. That word through, it's really just a preposition. It is a preposition that means literally moving in one side and out the other side of something. Really, 
really, if you were here in the sanctuary with me, I'd, I'd give you some time for a praise break right there that that preposition through means moving in one side and out the other side of something. It means continuing in time toward the completion of a process or period. It implies that not only is there a start, but there is also an end. In other words, God promises here through the prophet Isaiah that it won't always be like this. And yes, there is the assurance of problems, but there is also the assurance of passing through saints don't get stuck in the storm saints keep moving until you get through the storm you're in saints don't stay in the waters we don't get stuck in the river we don't stop in the fire we keep going we keep moving we keep on keeping on until we get to the other side of it let me see if I can explain for a long time I was terrified of flying. I would not get on a plane because when I was a little boy, about three or four, I had a rough flight that I experienced. I remember flying with my mother to my aunt's funeral in Texas. And I only remember it because apparently we were flying through a storm and we were in a little bitty plane a little plane that was being tossed around quite a bit so I didn't fly anywhere it was it was awful it was awful when my father and I would be traveling for conventions uh, even though we could have flown to these places and been there in a couple of hours we would literally spend the whole day driving in a car driving places because I wasn't going to fly period we even drove to Lima once just to catch a train to go to Baltimore. If we couldn't get there by car, by bus, or by train, I wasn't having it. I did have to get over it, though. When I was a senior in high school, uh, we went on a trip to France and Switzerland, and you can't drive there. So I got over it. But because of my first experience on a plane, I was still shaky. I was still fidgety, especially whenever we would encounter turbulence, whenever the plane would dip a little bit or we would experience a bumpy ride. And you know, you know me, you know, y'all know me. I grew up in a, I grew up in charismatic Mount Calvary missionary Baptist Church of God in Christ, right? By the time I was a teenager and a young adult, I was claiming every promise. I was a victorious warrior I knew the word and when I spoke to the mountain I expected it to move and so now as a strong young man in Christ when I got on an airplane I knew what to do I would take authority and so when we would encounter air pockets my knuckles would be white from clenching my fist so hard and my back all tense because I was nervous and I would start rebuking the air and I would start commanding the turbulence to cease I'd be in my little seat praying in tongues trying to get the Lord to hear me binding up the prince of the power of the air speaking to the airplane <laughs> telling it to fly smooth going in in my little seat right there by myself. And I would do this until the turbulence stopped. Until finally one day after one of these episodes of mine the Lord brought to my attention that what I was doing wasn't working. 
Every time you feel a bump, Sam, you get worried that you're not going to make it. Every time the plane dips, you think it's the end. So you get real spiritual and deep, start trying to rebuke the wind that I'm blowing from my nostrils. You get real deep trying to defy the natural laws that I've set in place when the truth is, Sam, that's not faith, it's panicking. But the Lord revealed that the turbulence is just a part of flying through the air at that speed. And all you have to do, y'all hear me, is buckle your seatbelt and stay in the plane until it reaches its destination. As long as the plane doesn't stop in the turbulence, you're going to be all right. <laughs> you just got to keep moving. As long as the plane keeps flying, it will eventually move past the turbulence. And I want to tell somebody today, as long as you keep moving, just keep on flying. You'll move past whatever it is that you're in right now. I've said it before, if the Lord brought you to it, he'll bring you through it. And thank God he will get you out of it. As a matter of fact, why don't you text somebody, post it somewhere right now. Don't get stuck, just keep moving. Keep on pressing, keep on pushing, keep on fighting, keep on walking. Just don't stop. I can hear in my ears right now, Deaconess Anna Lou Thompson, as she would break out singing during Deacon Devotion. Don't you let nobody turn you around. Keep on praying. Keep on fighting. Thank God for the assurance of passing. Ah, but there is one more assurance that's found in this passage of Scripture. Not only is there the assurance of problems, not only is there the assurance of passing, right? It will, you will, it, you will go through the water, through the fire. But then thirdly, there is the assurance of his presence. I'm in the text. It says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. As a matter of fact, that's how we know we're going to be all right. Because problems may persist, but you're not alone. Yes, I'm guaranteed some trouble in this life, but the reason I love him so is because I don't have to face it on my own. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Listen, brothers and sisters, the presence of trouble is not the absence of God. The existence of difficulty is not the ignorance of God. I don't mean to mess with anybody's theology this morning, but that's why I don't have to invite God into my situation. He was there before I got there. When you go through, he doesn't have to come and find you He's already with you. He doesn't have to come and rescue you. He's already there. Y'all you all know, know the story. I know I'm in the Word. You know the story already. Uh, three sons of Judah, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Uh, we, you know them as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And because they refused to bow down and worship the golden statue of King Nebuchadnezzar, the king ordered them to be thrown into a fiery furnace that was heated seven times hotter than normal. You know the story. But when the king went to check on the situation, 
It wasn't three boys that he saw. He saw four men in there walking around unharmed by the fire. And the fourth one, he said, looked like the son of God. I don't know when he got there. I don't know if he was waiting when they walked in. I, I don't know when he got there. All we know is that in the furnace, he was there. Let me go ahead and close. I just want to encourage you. Today, I don't know what waters you have to pass through. I don't know what furnace you find yourself in. But this I know, the Lord is with you. Come here, King David, and testify. I can hear David saying, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. I like the way the psalmist put it in Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in the trouble. Did you hear that? He's present in trouble. Oh, I know we know that he's present in triumph, but I've come to tell you that he's also present in trouble. We recognize him in victory, but I've come to tell you he's also present when you feel victimized. We know he's there in celebration, but I've come to tell you that he's also present in frustration. As a matter of fact, if somebody will be honest, if somebody will tell the truth and shame the devil, you can testify that that's where you found him in trouble. You didn't find him in church, you found him in trouble. You didn't find him in the holy house, you found him in the crack house. Somebody can tell you that you didn't find him in the good times, but you found him in trouble. If you'll tell the truth, you weren't even thinking about God till you got in trouble. And then you looked up and there he was saying, I am the Lord and I created you. I made you, I formed you, I redeemed you, and I've called you by name. You are mine. Is there anybody who is grateful that you've got the promise of his presence? We used to sing it like this, and I'll let you go. I've seen the lightning flashing, and I've heard the thunder roll. I've felt since breakers dashing trying uh, to conquer my soul but I heard uh, the voice of Jesus uh, bidding me still to fight on uh, he promised never to leave me never to leave me alone I am not alone uh, 
he's with me so the water can't drown me he's with me so the fire can't burn me he's with me so my enemies can't touch me he's with me so i know everything is gonna be all right somebody shout yes right where you are he's with me he's with me he's with me can i borrow from the psalmist and then i'll let you go the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is the strength of my life of whom shall i be afraid when the wicked even my enemies came upon me to eat up my flesh they stumbled and they fell though in host should encamp against me my heart will not fear the one should rise against me in this will i be confident one thing one thing one thing have i desired of the lord and that will i seek after that i may dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the lord and to inquire in his temple i'm almost done for in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion in his secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me he shall set me upon a rock and now my head shall be lifted above my enemies therefore i will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle therefore i will sing i will sing praises to my god because he's with me wherever i go he's with me in the good times and in the bad times he's with me in the rich times and in the broke times he's with me in the sick times and in the well times he is with me hallelujah hallelujah i'm done he's with me hallelujah 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 thank God for his assurance the word never said we wouldn't have problems but it does say that God would be there with us and maybe today you're sitting there watching us virtually and you don't know of this assurance that pastor is talking about you know the problems but you don't know the assurance well if you want to know the assurance then you have to know his son. So therefore, if you want to know the assurance that we are talking about today, and you haven't made that commitment to Jesus Christ, just post it in the comments. Send us 
a message privately and someone will get back with you. As we, as pastor stated in the message, he cannot promise you an easy walk. The word doesn't promise us that. But it does promise that God will always be with us on the journey. And maybe, maybe you have already made the confession and Jesus is your personal savior, the son of God. But maybe God wants you to join this part of his body here at Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church. We will be happy to have you serve in this part of God's body. And once again, all you have to do is drop a message or message us uh, privately either way and someone will get back with you. Was not that message, did it not burn in your spirit today? Hallelujah. We thank God for his assurance. Now there will be three ways to give so I ask that you not turn off right away because Mountain Media will be playing a video to tell of the ways to give but if you decide that you want to give in person the deacons will be here until 1230 this afternoon and you can put it in their glove covered hands now unto him who was able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory blameless with great joy to the only God our Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord be glory majesty dominion and authority before all time and now and forever amen have a blessed rest of your week